0: We're starting. Hi everybody. Um, I'm so excited that you're able to join this Bible study with us for Gideon. Uh, we're actually in week five, day four. Um, really, really glad that you could join us. If you have the book, whenever you uh, watch this, go. it will be on pages 136 to 140. If you don't have the book, we are in Judges chapter 8 verses 4 through 9, that, that'll that be our, our verses. But the particular uh, uh, theme, study of this particular verse is very amazing with everything that's going on in our world. It's called Weary Yet Pursuing. And so I'm going to read for you from Judges chapter 8 verses 4 through 9, and it's it's really amazing. Judges chapter 8 verses 4 through 9. Gideon then crossed the Jordan River with his 300 men, and though exhausted, they continued to chase the enemy. They were weary, but they continued to pursue. Maybe you're weary with all of this going on in our life, but you need to continue to pursue, need to continue to press in to the Lord and his power and his strength uh, and his faithfulness, regardless of what we're hearing on the news, regardless of uh, what's actually going on in your home with jobs and with your children or if you're not feeling well, like I haven't been for the last couple of days. So that's what he did. And then in verse 5, when they reached Succoth, Gideon asked the leaders of the town. Here, he, here they were. They're they're tired. They're weary, and he he asked the leaders of the of the town, which, by the way, were completely aware of uh, Gideon's uh, a task from the Lord to bring down the Midianites. And he knew what they knew what they were doing. And these leaders said, "No way. We're not going to help you with food uh, for your men." And he was saying to the leaders, you know, my men are really, really tired. We've been chasing, we've been working, we've been doing all of these things uh, to pursue uh, these people, and they're hungry. Could you please give us some food? But the officials in verse 6 of Sukkoth replied, catch Zebeth and zalamuna first, and then we will feed your army. So Gideon said, after the Lord gives me the victory, over uh, zibian and Zalumna, I will return and tear your flesh uh, to pieces. Needless to say, Gideon was a little bit irritated because they wouldn't help him. And, you know, maybe, maybe you're that way with some of the things going on in your life just irritated because you're not getting answers, you're, you're waiting for answers, you're waiting for people to help you, you're looking to different people, could be in your family, could be on your job, could be any place that you need help from, either spiritually or even in the practical uh, things of life, and, and you're meeting like Gideon met with some of these leaders. They're saying, no way, no how are we going to help you. And then in verse 9, so he he just could, he told them again, after I get the victory, I'm going to tear you to shreds. And so what's, what's interesting in these particular verses is that they refused to help him. And, you know, Gideon not only had his army go from 15,000 men to 300 men, which was very stressful and very, hard, but he still continued to pursue. He still continued to press forward and, and do what the Lord wanted him to do, which was take down the the Midianites. And then in the midst of all of this, which, which really is amazing, he was, he was too, he couldn't even get help with just his basic needs with food. Wow. Disappointment, frustration. Can you just imagine that? And so, uh, They should have realized that the victory, victory was certain because God was going to give it to to them. But they were so worried, these people, these leaders from these towns, they were so worried about saving themselves that they never thought that God's power would protect them even if they sided with Gideon and his men and gave them food they were afraid that um, those other towns, those other enemies that were coming against Gideon and his army would take them down. And they forgot to look look to God's side, God's power. And so because of fear, they they did not do what they should have done. And you know, maybe that's where we're at today. Maybe there's fear that's, that's getting in the way. It's kind of like a you know like a like a wall or a a hurdle that that we need to get over um and and recognize that that the power of god recognize the victory that that god gives us and that's really a kind of a sad story and it and it tells us a lot about human nature it tells us a lot about ourselves and and in judges chapter 8 verse 4 there's there's that word yet that word, yet. And I think it's really neat because they were tired, yet they continued to pursue. And I think that is really, really neat. And so maybe you're tired today. Maybe you're uh, all worried and all upset or, or you know, your mind's running a bunch of different ways with, with all of the things that are going on in in our world today. I know my mind is thinking about a lot of different angles and stuff. And, you know, I'm sure Gideon and his 300 men were the same, a completely different uh, environment that they were in than we're in today. But we're still worried. We're still uh, 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 weary, yet we still should be pursuing what God has for us. And that would be my challenge for you today, that if Gideon and his 300 men with all of the setbacks that that they had, while they were trying to uh, fulfill God's purpose, they knew God's strength, they knew God's victory for them and for their circumstance. And so I trust that wherever you're at, as you're watching this, that the word yet, regardless of what's before yet in your life and in your mind and in your emotions, you will still continue to pursue God's victory. Can I get an amen? Amen, hallelujah, glory to God. And so I want to ask you the question, and you can put this, um, whenever you watch it, you can put this um, in the comments on the ladies' Facebook page. Uh, My question to you is, maybe you feel fatigued right now. And if you do, are you feeling fatigued spiritually, mentally, um, emotionally, physically, or, or maybe there's another area? Maybe you could write that in the comments on our Facebook page so that all the rest of the ladies who see this, we can pray for you wherever you're at. Because we're in all of this together and we don't want to be like those leaders of those other towns where we turn our back and we're afraid of what other people will think. We want to join together as sisters in the Lord and um, you know, uh, strengthen each other and and let God use us to refresh each other amen amen and so thank you for that and think in terms of um when you're refueling during this time, make a choice, put even a comment on the ladies' Facebook page of some inspiration some some post that how we can move forward. How we can not stop in our tracks, but we can we can get to the other side of the yet, like like uh, Gideon said, and then we can continue to work tirelessly, uh, not not work tirelessly, but we can work persistently. There's a difference between those two words. Sometimes we just we just work and work and work and work and work, and I know almost every single one of you are like that but maybe just maybe during this time of of shutdown and slowdown in our whole entire world that we can ask God God how can we continue to pursue you how can we continue to do what you want us to do in every area of our life but work persistently there's a difference and and for each of us it's going to look Look uniquely to our personalities and to our situation, and so when you find some of the answers even to that thought, jot it down on our Facebook page. We can communicate that way. God is going to give each and every one of us different ideas in different ways, and together we can um we can grow and we can learn from each other, just like we're sitting around in our small groups when we get together on the Wednesday and Friday. Uh, ladies Bible study. We we exchange ideas and it's really great. So I trust that you will do that. And assistance, please, is my second second note. And um, sometimes we, we, uh, there again in Judges chapter 8 verses 4 through 9, we have a tendency to turn to people to refuel. And that's what Gideon did as well and sometimes it works out. I hope that we become people that um that people can depend on us and that when we're truly in need like like when my daughter Emily and Nick got married, I I could turn to each and every one of you ladies. You you were like an army that came around me and truly gave me strength and refuel and and all of that to to put on put on a wedding and I thank you so much for that. And so that we should be that way. But there are times that 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 doesn't happen. And so so we have to have like a plan B. We have to have other ways that we can get assistance with our needs. And so Gideon in those verses, he turned to what two towns for help? He turned to Succoth and Peniel. And what did he ask them for help? Just a simple request. He asked them for what? For food, for his warriors. And did they want to help the 300 men? No. And what was Gideon's response? He was irritated. He was ticked off. He was frustrated. And you know, I I would have been that way as well. And then the towns that, that he was traveling through to get to where the Midianites were, Um, they were located in the Gadite territory. You can go on Google and you can go in Bible maps and look and see where these territories are and, and see how close they really were. And so that's why the leaders of these territories were concerned about giving him food because he knew that the Midianite people would know that those territories sided with Gideon. And then again, fear, fear crowded their their ability to to help. and so so it's it's fear and and then and then I'm thinking in terms of maybe we can relate. Maybe we can relate to the fact that maybe there's some suck suckus and pineals in our life. Maybe, at the end of a long week or a long year or or maybe there's an event that that you 're putting on in your family or uh like like I just had in my family or or in your church or on your job, and you have people like those two territories that you go and you ask and you beg and you plead, and you think that they're your friends you you think that uh, they have have your back and yet you go to them and you're desperate and you're tired and you have, and, and they say, no way, no how. And you're, you're taken back and you don't know what to do. And, and, and maybe in those moments you, you could respond or have responded like Gideon. He was irritated and angry. And, and, and so that's a normal thing, but there's a point to this, this particular lesson in the fact that if you've had those particular events in the last three months or the last year that maybe you can ask God Lord I need to grow in where I look for my help because in Isaiah chapter 40 verse 28 through 29 and then verse 31 which which is such a reassuring verse and, and will help us as we grow, ladies. We've got to grow, grow in this these particular areas of our life. It says this. When we want to look to people and we, we want to refresh and we go to people and, and just what I just said. And we get a no like Gideon. Go to Isaiah, again, 40, chapter 20, verses 28 and 29 and verse 31. I love this. The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not become weary or tired. Gideon was tired. He was angry. He was irritated. His 300 men, they were tired. They were hungry. We get tired. We get irritated. We get disappointed because because of just the way different things go in our life. And and they didn't have an understanding that that God would have their backs even if they helped Gideon. And sometimes people don't have an understanding how much we really really need them uh, to be there for us. Um they they there's a lack of understanding and and it's for all of us. That's just just how we are as people. But God um his understanding is inscrutable. He gives strength to the weary and to him who lacks might, he increases power. Yet those who wait upon the Lord will will gain strength." And so that's really what Gideon found out. That's really one of our, the whole theme of of our Gideon Bible study is that the weaknesses in our life, and right now Gideon in this this portion of our, our Bible study, He's, you know, he's pursuing. He changed. He he started out when we we first met Gideon. He started out. He had nerve problems. He had depression problems. He 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 had God had to reassure him four and five times that yes, He was calling him to take down the Midianites. That was God's plan and purpose for him. And then he had all these things coming against him, and he changed. He, he kind of, he got off track. He he sort of got into his own, his flesh, his own way of doing stuff. And he forgot Isaiah 40 and, and the verses that I just read. He forgot to go to the author and the finisher of his strength, the author and the finisher of uh, his mental capacities. And the, the neat thing is, is that God never grows weary and he's always there to help us. And so ladies, there's a lot more to this particular section, but you know, it's to me just beautiful. The timing of this particular lesson in, in the history of what, what's going on in the United States that no matter what fails us, um, with, with this virus and, and, and all the different things that are going on, God doesn't grow weary. God will not fail us. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. And so I want you to ask yourself this question and ask God to help you. And you may even have to ask people to forgive you. Have you ever responded to people or things um, in a way that Gideon responded to the, the leaders of those towns? Have you ever just told people off, been irritated and just shown, you know, the fleshly side of yourself? I I know I have. I mean, I've had to uh ask people to forgive me. I've had to, you know, I've gotten ticked off and 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 just let people know how I felt. Maybe you have. And and this this lesson is speaking to you. I want you to ask the Lord to ask God to forgive you and I want you to use this time to let the Lord and let the word of God um do a searchlight on your heart. We have time now where our attitudes, our attitudes towards people, our attitudes towards our families, our attitudes towards the places that we work, our attitudes towards church, we, we need to have an adjustment. Gideon was at that spot in his life. He was he was doing everything God had asked him to do. Remember, he was working tire, tirelessly, but not working persistently. And he got off, he got off into his flesh and was tipped off and Maybe some of that's happened to some of you. Take some time when you're done. Spend it with the Lord over the next couple of days, and let God search your heart. Let the Holy Ghost uh, put the flashlight on your heart and your mind and your thought processes and make a change. Make a change, repent and make a change. I know that's what I'm going to do. Even as I'm giving you this lesson today, I'm I'm thinking during even during this time, you know, hey, I, I need to do that. I need to let the Lord uh make some adjustment adjustments in my heart and my mind and some of my attitudes that have gotten off just, just a little bit. And so are you waiting for the Lord? Are you waiting for him? I trust that you are. I trust that you're waiting for him. And finally, the passion to press on. The middle part of this lesson is a little more repenting and, and just letting God work in, in the areas of our life. But the the last part of this Bible lesson is the passion to press on. And so Philippians chapter 3 verses 13 through 14 Forget what lies behind. So in other words, all the things that I just said, once you, once you do that between you and the Lord, and Gideon had to do the same thing. When we move on in this Bible study, he's going to forget the fact that he got ticked off and told all those people off, and there was a big shebang in those towns because of him, but he pressed on, and he did what God asked him to do, and, and by the way, he got victory. And so, if you will do that for your own life and your own walk with God, you will get victory. So, Philippians three, verse thirteen through fourteen, forgetting what lies beyond behind, and te- and and pre- pre- uh, let me see, and reaching. I was thinking it was teaching or preaching, but you know, it's reaching, and reaching forward to what lies ahead. So, ladies, let's let's press forward. To what lies ahead. What God has for us. No matter what it looks like. Regardless of what's going on now. Let's have hope. Because you know when we reach forward. And we we leave behind the the things that we've talked about. We have a renewed hope. And that hope gives us passion. To press. To seek. And to to let God love on us. and, And us to love on God. I press on towards the goal of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And so that's what Paul's saying. We got to forget and we got to press. And so today, in conclusion, if any of you um, have those leaders, the suckers and the pineals in your life, commit yourself to a depend, a continued dependence upon the one who can give you victory, the one who can give you hope, the one who will never, ever let you down, the one who will all, he, he doesn't grow weary. He doesn't grow tired of you. He's not afraid of uh, what anyone else thinks if he reaches out and blesses you or ministers to you. He can do it. And and so passion, passion, Doesn't negate negate our weariness, but it just resolves us to press on. And so don't stop, ladies. Really, don't stop. I want to hear some of your comments on the page. I want you to know that you're loved. I want you to know that Pastor Cole and I um are praying for you we're fasting we're praying i'm sure that many other people the leadership at Central Assembly of God is praying you have a wonderful wonderful church family please reach out to us uh you know call text uh the facebook page however you you know all the all the places but um take this Bible study. It's it's a study that really you have to be on your knees. You've got to not only understand what God's saying to us through through these words, through the Bible and through the principles here, but it's something that the Holy Spirit can do. God bless you.